0: One of the the major things that corporations have to deal with is turnover. So when moms um, don't feel supported um, or don't have the necessary resources, they end up quitting. Not necessarily because they want to, but the idea of going back into that level of stress when they're already trying to learn something new is so high that they end up quitting because they don't see any other way. Um, and, or there's not any kind of support for them while they're transitioning back to work. So those are some, some issues. I would say turnover probably is a huge thing for corporations um, in that maternity paternity, uh process or return.
1: That was Dr. Rachelle Whitaker. She's on a mission to educate and empower parents. She's an educational psychologist, parenting coach, trainer, maternal mental health expert for leading corporations she is a leading champion for empowering parents caregivers to become strong advocates for themselves and their children via education and implementation of specialized treatment plans that address the unique dynamics of ethnic cultures communities She is also a founder of Providential Counseling and Consulting Services. She is author of Burps, Beeps, and Breakdowns, a 90-day journal for months. Now, today's episode, we're going to talk about Dr. her own journey. She is one of my top clients of Power One Framework Group Coaching Program. Because in this program, we are empowering the pioneers of the industry that God has called you to become. And she is one of those heroines. In this episode, we also talk about the great resignation and how leading cooperation can help your A players to stay and happily stay. But also on the flip side, we also share how the leaders that yourself, if you are about to go into the transitional period of time because you are becoming new parents, what can you do to um, not just overcome the challenge of transitional changes, also you can have a much better transition in this season. It's all coming up for you in this episode.
0: Dr. Rachelle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Kelly, for having me.
1: Yeah, uh, so, you know, Dr. Rachelle is one of those people that, uh, yes, she is one of my top clients, and. Uh, but uh, before we worked together, actually, she was in my Easter uh, series uh, in the Christian CEO podcast in last year, Easter. So uh, we have 37 experts there. You can still go back to listen to them all. And the reason why I invited Dr. Rachel come to today's show, there's a couple of reasons. One, on the top of she's awesome, uh, it's, I love her mission. I, I love her vision as well. Because as we know, uh, in, especially in USA, okay, I guess it's kind of all over the, uh, the goal, but especially in USA, we know is, we talk about great resonation, right? Yeah. And obviously COVID, it changed a lot of things for us, uh, uh, how we work. And that also means how corporation that, you know, how the corporation have to think differently as well to then so can able to keep the air players. And therefore for, uh, for more importantly though, because she help parents and we are talking literally about generational impact. Right. Yes. And so, and so that is a, couple of key reasons why I love her work so much so I need to get her on so but before we dive into those serious stuff we always love to hear from you know from expert themselves and which in this case is Dr Rachel share a little bit about your own entrepreneurial journey and how did you become now this awesome parenting authority for leading corporations.
0: Yes, so that's quite an interesting story. Um, I have been in uh, business for myself as an entrepreneur since 2010, and at the time I entered into private practice and I was working primarily with kids. Um, it was my mission to serve families, but starting with kids. And during that process, um, I had children, and what I recognized during that time was that a lot of things were we, we would I would help the child, um, but the parents would be left kind of floundering because they would need help because of uh, whatever was going on with their child. And so, once I had my son, and I experienced some of the maternal mental health issues like postpartum depression, I then changed my focus into working with parents, and so that had been my long focus my long focus until uh, twenty twenty when um god uh, arrested my attention and had me to shift my focus into um more parent coaching walking alongside parents as they parent their children and so um it was a lot because i had gotten on this hamster wheel i had kind of lost my uh sense of self i think that happens a lot of times when moms after moms have babies um it takes about two years for a mom to kind of come back to herself and so in the midst of that um i, I had lost myself i had had a a I had two kids, but I had a six month old and I started a doctoral program. And so if you know anything about grad school, it strips you of who you are. And so I, I had a loss of self because I had had my son. And then I also had entered into this doctoral program that stripped me of everything that I knew to be true about myself. Um, And I just got on this hamster wheel of of not knowing who I was. So I started every shiny object, every course, uh, everything that that I thought I needed because I wasn't clear, um, I was attracted to and started pulling on. And so during the pandemic, guy really got my attention and um, started talking to me about who I was and what he wanted me to focus on.
1: Yeah, I'm so glad you shared that. And I want to say thank you so much for being willing to vulnerable uh, share, you know, this behind-the-scenes story, you know, because I think a lot of people, you know, now if you look at Dr. Rachel, my goodness, I mean, you guys just heard in the introduction, I mean, she is a, you know, superwoman, sounds like, you know, <laughs> but I love what she just shared, right? You know, so many of you out there now listening, you know, you actually have a lot of expertise and you have a lot of experience, uh, especially if your transition that Dr. Rachel said, you know, and Personally, I experienced that too. Uh, My children now, they are in their 20s. But I remember, yeah, you know, when I was in as a corporate leaders and then boom, I suddenly become a mom. And that moment for me uh, also is much bigger transition of I even move a country, you know, and I even from I could speak three languages to now to a place that I couldn't speak their language at all. Mm -hmm. I was almost feel like blind and deaf for over six months. So, it, it, you know, the struggle is real for new moms. Yes. And I think for new dads too, right? Yes. So, um, but I also love what she just shared though. You guys, did you pay attention though? You know, it's until that she found herself again, you know, she started to get back to, you know, who, uh, he, she is in, you know, who she is with God, who, she, how God created her, uh, Otherwise, that is I heard over and over. It's people just lost in the shiny objects or all different kind of things. Just try this, try that. And then they got nowhere, right? So now, um, by the way, that's why she chose Power One Framework. So that's a <laughs> shameless plug. But the key point we're getting to now, now I want Dr. Rachel to share with us. If I ask you, Dr. Rachel, what are maybe some top three challenges for new parents who who are still working in the corporate world, can you kind of tell us that transitional time, what are maybe some top three challenges?
0: So with um, what I've seen um, in my practice um, and what I hear from moms all the time is that, that um, there's a lot of overwhelm. They feel overwhelmed by navigating both you know, home and work life when both of them are you know, pretty important. Um, but one pulls on you more than the other. So you have to be at work and you're this A player, this leader. Um, so that means you have to put in long hours, which then impacts you your role as a mom because you're not able to be present and showing up. So I would say overwhelm is definitely one of the top things that moms or parents, I would say not just moms, but parents uh, deal with. And I would also say um, something else that they struggle with, it's feeling alone, feeling isolated. Like they're the only one experiencing this, uh overwhelm and difficulty in transitioning because a lot of times people, other parents aren't talking about the overwhelm and so they feel isolated. So they feel overwhelmed, they feel isolated And they feel like they don't have support. Maybe, maybe they, they, um, they have it and they don't recognize it or they don't know how to ask for it. So, you know, they're feeling overwhelmed. They're not feeling very supported and then they're lacking, um, or they feel like they don't have the help that they need to be successful as a parent and as a corporate leader.
1: Yeah. And talking about that, you know, I think they probably also just not equipped and armed right with tools and resources to help them Uh, i can share you guys uh now sounds like a funny story but when that time when it was i'm experienced it wasn't fun at all right so my first child was born in switzerland so in switzerland the um the, uh, the insurance policy and, uh, the whole system is very different than US because my second child was born in USA. So guys, I experienced both, so I can talk about this. So don't send me, hate me all about what I'm going to say. I'm just tell you my experience. Okay. So okay. in, and, and, and this is everything linked to what I'm about to ask Dr. Shaw, the following other uh, questions and you guys, because I want you guys to feel encouraged, but also empowered. Okay. So here's the thing, right? Because in Switzerland, uh, I both, both time, I had cesarean. I have a C-section, right? So in Switzerland, uh, I could, with the insurance policy, I can uh, stay seven days in hospital. And then the rest of three days, if I want, I can stay 10 days. But the re- I can choose the rest of three days. I, I go home and then there will be a nurse come to home, check me out, see if I'm doing okay or not. Wow. Right? Not bad at all, right? Mm -hmm. And not to mention while I, that seven days in the hospital, you know, the nurse actually, because as you guys know, the cesarean, you know, it's a pretty big surgery actually. So from the beginning, you know, three days, you shouldn't move much, right? And so they trained my husband before they trained me how to bath, change diaper, the baby. Oh, awesome. See, see, but, and then, um, so when I, um, I remember then when three years later, I had my second child, which is my son, right? Born in Florida, same cesarean, right? Mm-hmm. I remember they wheeled me out within 72 hours. Yes. <laughs> right. And then that the before the day on the day before you check out, they gave you, um, uh, they wheel me to a room to watch like a 30 minutes video and then hand me a, 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 a file size thing, you know, a, like a file folder and inside have a couple of piece of paper, all the 800 numbers I could call. If I have any problem. <laughs> now here's a kicker. The bill. Let's, let's talk about money. The bill in Switzerland. Uh, first of all, how they come also very interesting. In Switzerland, I only receive one piece of paper for that whole thing. Okay. And in U.S., I remember I have a two gigantic letter size for binder, binders, people <laughs> binders. Okay. For my son's bill, because if they give you one injection, it's one bill. They give you the, all the different part. They give you different bill. It's not, it's very different in Switzerland. They just get one bill. Right. Mm-hmm. And the price in U.S. is double than Switzerland. Hmm. Here is the thing. But uh, for me, I feel, I felt one, once I feel so blessed, but the other side I feel so bad is this. I feel so blessed that my first child was born in Switzerland. So I had that great experience. I already learned at least a new mother. At least I won't go too panic if, when I, when I brought the baby home. Mm-hmm. but i feel so bad for new mothers when i saw in in florida right mm-hmm. the same room as me my goodness i mean those are especially that it's so young they are in the early 20s i mean they have no clue what they're gonna do they just got the baby and they it's 24 hours if you are natural birth they wheel them out they went home mm-hmm. and that is. We cannot do anything about. It. Okay. This is system. Okay. I'm not saying we cannot. Well, I shouldn't say we cannot do anything about. It. Well, for you guys out there, if you happen, have a power to do something about this, please do something about this. Yes. <laughs> but in this context, today's conversation, though, because of this, that's why, why so important that Dr. Richard's work, work is, right? Mm-hmm. I could, I couldn't imagine how overwhelmed I don't care you are, you are such a superwoman or superman at your work, right? You probably top executive, whatever. But when it comes to now take care of this tiny little human, it's the totally new stuff, right? Nobody, it's, I don't care how much you try to prepare for it, how many books you read, how many, how many uh, baby, a class you went, let's face it, it's new, it's, it's unknown. A lot of things unknown, right? It's it's a total new life here. So, can you tell me, though, Doctor Rachel, in this perspective of what corporation, what what kind of also top three challenges at the position as a corporation, what they are facing when they now they have their A players have, let's say a couple of them, all uh, are about to you know give birth or all are become new parents.
0: One of, the, one of the major things that corporations have to deal with is turnover. So when moms um, don't feel supported um, or don't have the necessary resources, they end up quitting. Not necessarily because they want to, but the idea of going back into that level of stress when they're already trying to learn something new is so high that they end up quitting because they don't see any other way. Um, and or there's not any kind of support for them while they're transitioning back to work. So those are some some issues. I would say turnover probably is a huge thing for corporations um, in that maternity paternity uh, process or return.
1: Yeah. And what would you say though? Uh, when you come to let's just say when you come to both like uh, the new parents and the corporation, what actually will be What's some simple thing, right? I mean, the best thing is you guys just hire Dr. Rachel. Okay. That, 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 that's the bottom line. But, but we want to add value to you in this episode. What would you say? What are some, um, simple? I think I say easy. I say simple principles that at least the new parents, they can follow, right? They are listening to this podcast right now. They say, Hey, I know in a couple of months, I'm going to have my new babies here. Can you tell me, Dr. Rachel, what can I do? Some key things can at least keep me still insanity in this transitional time?
0: So I would say they can plan, right? That's the the biggest thing is to plan and to prepare. So I know a lot of times uh, parents are struggling to know what the protocols are for their corporation for maternity leave. So starting to have those conversations, not when you're coming back or not when you're getting ready to leave, but maybe when you're you know, in that second semester of pregnancy, second semester, second trimester of pregnancy to begin to have conversations with your supervisor, with your uh, department head, with HR to find out, okay, these, these are the protocols. This is what it's going to look like. And that way they can begin to plan out for when they do have the baby and when they are returning, what, what all is needed to be put into place for not only, you know, work, but also home so that the two can coexist, um, you know, fairly well, that there is a lag in overwhelm because there's preparation and planning. Um, So I would say they can definitely do that, begin to prepare ahead of time, begin to plan ahead of time, and then also put some supports in place. Uh, well in advance. So, and it doesn't have to be, I know a lot of times people are saying, um, what kind of supports or what does that look like? And it doesn't have to be anything great. It could be setting up a meal plan or it could be um, hiring a launder to a laundry uh, company to do your laundry or the baby's laundry or the household laundry. So that's one less thing that um, parents have to worry about once baby gets here. So those, you know, like again, meal planning, who's going to prepare the meals or you're going to order the meals. Uh, a laundry service, so you don't have to worry about that. And then maybe even who's who you can find to help. So whether that's daycare or a nanny or um, parents, grandparents, um, who who's going to be the person to help you, um, you know, with with your baby. And so starting to do some of that early, I think, will help not only parents but it also helps corporations because then those things are in place and they already know what to expect.
1: Yeah, I guys, the even just uh you if you guys think this is a little thing sounds like a little thing, I, I can tell you it's not. And personally, I experienced like you know, uh, I mean God had a miracle for me. It's because my husband was working in the hospitality industry. So he wear the dress shirts, pretty much seven to nine shirts a week. When he sweat, he changed another shirt during the day, right? So we're talking about washing and ironing mm-hmm. and of course, after my surgery, I can forget about that. Right. but you see, I did not plan for that. Mm. and then i I felt so overwhelmed, and plus, I really had a baby blue hit me, and i did not I really wasn't prepared well the first time and God oh his goodness that he sent an angel that she was i was pure stranger. she just happened to be a a friend of our church member in Taiwan while we already moved to Switzerland and reach out because she is a sales representative of a high-end ironing machine of Switzerland. So go figure. She (laughs) came to my house. She grabbed the whole basket of clothes, especially those shirts, and she went home washing and ironing. Okay, I know this is just a story, but just telling you just one, that one little thing Mm -hmm. can make a huge difference. And we today we just try to give you some idea that what she said, meal plan, and then you can kind of get your brain going right i want you to start to brainstorm sit down with your you know with your husband and maybe your extended family Mm -hmm. members and see who can chime in when the time comes then you will feel much much better uh but since dr rachel is also a psychologist can i ask you dr rachel when you come to the mindset for new parents what are some you know some uh the the Shifts that we can prepare them a little bit ahead, you know, in this episode, just kind of remind them say certain things um uh, they should kind of have you know prepared to shift, so they won't feel like just kind of hit by the storm when the time comes,
0: right. One of the biggest things um the, the 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 biggest things that that parents face is that sleep deprivation. Um, and the sleep deprivation is so important because it messes with your mental health, mental, emotional, physical health that I think oftentimes is not talked about enough. And so just knowing that you need to have some consistent sleep and so having some support around that, also making sure that you are aware of the mental strain that having a baby and adjusting to that will take. And, you know, maybe you can't see, um, reach out to a therapist, or maybe you don't feel like you need one, but maybe just using a journal to jot down some of the feelings that you're feeling and having, um, and then having somebody or, you know, talking to somebody about what you're feeling so you don't feel, again, so you don't feel alone. Because that's, I think the hugest thing, one of the the major struggles that, that parents face is... Um, one, the sleep deprivation, right? Cause then it starts affecting everything else, but then also feeling isolated and alone. And so, um, you know, making sure that you have a person um that you can talk to. It could be your spouse, um or a friend or someone that you can talk to when that sleep deprivation kicks in and you start thinking that you're, you know, your emotions are running crazy and and you're starting to feel sad and upset, but you have that person already in place to kind of um talk to about. So those are some kind of mindset things that you can do in advance um to prepare yourself for what's coming.
1: I love that. And that's so true though. Uh when comes to the sleep wise. Mm-hmm. And um uh, uh, we did, you know, obviously every person is different you know you follow whatever you believe for feeding baby that type of thing for us we follow the i think that books i think i at least like recommend to so many people but again that's my personal preference so if you don't like it's fine we we i think we bought the uh the baby book called i'm becoming baby wise mm-hmm. and then we we set up a routines and and so we are we are truly blessed both our kids uh we follow through. So I think within 10 to 12 weeks, they slept through the night. Mm, and, wow. And while versus, you know, I saw other friends when they, you know, they follow the other way. They say they just hold the baby whenever they cry and whatever. So that way uh I saw many of them that they couldn't sleep well for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, so so make a decision yourself. Also, this kind of thing, you know, just choose the way you think it fits your value and and because this this thing if you again if you plan ahead it's much better and have that said if you're in the middle of it it's not too late to fix it either right you know, i uh, i truly believe that i have a couple of friends they are already a baby and they're they in the middle of chaotic situation and but then they now say okay put the foot down say we cannot go along longer we don't sleep two 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 three hours so <laughs> that's that's to do something about it so be encouraged so now Dr. Rachel, I want you to also kind of share with us, how do you help corporations? How do you help leading corporations to close this gap, right? Uh, between, you know, because the corporation, they don't want the, you know, they don't want to lose their air players. Right. Well, consider the great resignation going on at the moment. And I don't think this will be a short-term situation. Uh, because after COVID happened and this is not the last thing i'm not saying we will have another virus that's not what i'm saying okay guys what i'm saying is well in the book of revelation they say you know we will the closer to the end time the 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 more tribulation we are you know we are looking ahead but we are overcomer now is yes. the thing is how we overcome so so now for leading corporation i don't want a high price to pay that turnover turnover rate right that's that's really really costly can you give me a number i average like how much do they spend if per person i like, even turnover per year so, when we're
0: talking about our a
1: players we're talking about
0: upwards of sixty thousand.
1: yeah okay so so go figure right so if you have three four five of them i don't know you know mm-hmm. uh 300 grand to whatever after a million you just spend on that and not to mention Right. You, the headache, the heartache in between the transition, <laughs> right? So how do you help the corporation to bridge the gap or, or even better, you smooth out the process, the, the transition. So actually they get to keep the air player and even increase productivity.
0: Yeah. So I come in with my uh, parent plan program. And what I do is start with parents before they come back from maternity leave. And so we're planning, we're putting we're putting things in place for not only home, but we're putting things in place for work. So what does it look like to transition back into work? Do you have the ability to come to work part time, full time? What does that look like? What works best for your family? What works best for work? Um, what does it look like for your supervisor? Let's start talking about getting back in contact with your, your supervisor, your department head. Um, how often you'll speak to them, what that looks like, what changes have occurred in the company since you've been on maternity leave so that you're not coming back in floundering. So we're, you know, we're, this is part of the plan. Then we're talking about capacity. What capacity do you have? Um, what capacity do you have at work with this, you know, coming back into work and maybe being behind, right? I won't say behind, but out of the loop. Um, after having had this baby, you're out of the loop. You don't know what's going on. So what is your capacity? How much, how many new tasks can you handle and being honest with yourself about that so that you can be honest with your, um, with your colleagues and that you can also reach out for help if you need it. So knowing your capacity and then again, asking for help, asking your colleagues for help, knowing what help you have at home to support you. Maybe you want to give, uh, be at work longer on a Wednesday so that you can catch up or do one specific task. Well, you'll need support at home with your new child. And so putting those things in place and then having a community of other parents that are coming back from maternity leave so you don't feel isolated. And that, um, so I come in in that community and I support you. We're we're talking to other parents. We're talking about your concerns. I'm helping you to um, navigate those concerns and things that you can do um, so that you can be a better uh, leader for your company and you can be a better parent for your family.
1: Right, so basically if I sum it up, Dr. Rachel will come to uh the your company. She basically will help you. You know, depends on your company's needs, your company individual needs, right? And then she will then sit down with you and then create a plan for your company, basically more accuracy for your air players in your company. Mm-hmm. And so then she can that those what she just say is those. Uh, leaders in your company, they will feel supported because she will facilitate that community. She also will provide the powerful tools and resources. And so in this way, they, in, in return, those leaders, you know, obviously sense that such a great support from you, which is leading corporations. Uh, and that is how Dr. Rachel does for you. Okay. So anyway, um, uh, I really, really love what you do, Dr. Rachel. And, you know, it's such a, um, in time message, I feel. And also, I think for even, I think no matter your company, it's big or small, I mean, I mean, big or small is all relative, right? right. Uh, you know, you can say if you, as long as you have, you if you are the, uh, leaders, uh, no matter your HR or you, you just leaders in your company, you feel, you have a heart and you want to support your A players in your company, then this episode is for you. And, you know, Dr. Rashad is the person you should reach out. So where can people find you?
0: They can go, uh, corporations, if you're looking for um, these services, you can go to www.parentplanprogram.com.
1: Yeah, and we surely put that in the show notes. So, uh, uh, so you guys can find her. And before we go, you know, can you guys just feel Dr. Rachel is very confident? And when she speaks, she knows what she's talking about. And then, but then from the beginning, she also shared very briefly, like, you know, how she was struggling and things like that. Right. Um, it's just like anybody else, you know, we only need a coach. And what I love about Dr. Rachel is that she worked hard. She, you know, she worked hard on her messaging, you know, and that is a part of thing that we hopefully this episode not only inspire you that if you are parents or your leaders or corporations, but we want you to, you know, hopefully expand your perspectives of how important is people like Dr. Rochelle. is how important that you you are the one listening that God has given you your calling your mission and vision that can help so many people, just like how Dr. Rachel is. But you are struggling because your messaging are not clear. And I want you to consider that join us in the Power One framework. So anyway, Dr. Rachel, we I cannot thank you enough to coming on the show today. And uh, um I cannot wait to see this year what God has in store for you.
0: Me either. Thank you for having me. And I just want to say that if you're looking for a coach that is going to help to steer you in um one direction, right? Because we know we need to have one focus. Um and still you're in a direction that's going to
1: help you get to where God wants you to go in your business. Then Kelly is the coach for you. Oh thank you so much. Thank you so much. So uh guys just go to uh the show note and then to uh you know also get connected with Dr. Rachelle. We also will put her linking uh, her link in the show note as well and feel free to reach out if you have any question. Thank you again, Dr. Rachelle. Thank you. How did you enjoy the episode? Isn't she awesome? I really love her work. And I think you heard me say many times in the interview because I truly do. And a lot of you also, you are called for a very specific industry to become led leaders or let's say pioneers to do something different in your industry. Because I found out that most of my Power of One framework clients, they are that. You just heard what Dr. Rachel does. Can you imagine that if she never be able to communicate her message and articulate her program value well enough to serve those leading corporations, then many parents and many leading corporations will not benefit from her expertise. It's not because of her program is not good. It's just because of if she didn't, or she wasn't able to communicate that value well. Does this sound familiar with you? If that's you, I really would like to invite you to go to powerofoneframework.com forward slash benchmark. In that page, you will see a lot of case studies. You will be able to access to a master class and see what is the gap between where you are now to where you want to be. The January enrollment for Power One Framework group coaching program is open now for a limited time. If you are interested to transform your business and make the difference in your industry, then come join us. Forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.kellybotter.com.